something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I've got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Lots of people think it's a myth, but it's true that Coca-Cola started out with cocaine as an active ingredient. Cocaine was first used as a medicine that was administered to children and even pregnant women. They didn't know what we know about cocaine, and so they thought it was perfect to put in wine, and yes, even beverages like Coca-Cola. So in this episode, we are going to break down New Jersey's legal import of cocaine and how it became the only state to legally have the power and the DEA help. The United States began prohibition of cocoa leaf along with the cocaine it produces in 1914 with the Harrison Narcotics Act. Just 11 years earlier, the Coca-Cola company had begun working with German cocaine maker Dr. Louis Schaefer importing Peruvian cocoa leaves to his chemical plant in Maywood, New Jersey. Schaefer Alkaloid Works became Maywood Chemical Works and supplied ingredients to Coca-Cola, including caffeine from cocoa beans and tea dust. This secret formula was dubbed Merchandise Number 5. A note dated April 6, 1940 with the Maywood Chemical Works letterhead. Dr. Schaefer and I flew from Lima to Trujillo, arriving shortly after 1 p.m. Sir Alfredo and his brother set us up at the airport. We motored into town and picked up. When the coca reaches the warehouse in Trujillo, they examine each stack and they reject any coca, which is not of prime quality. Unless it is thoroughly dry, he further dries it in his warehouse and then bails it for shipment to Maywood. We good? Oh yeah. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. We're beautiful. We're perfect. This is grade A 100% pure Colombian cocaine, ladies and gentlemen, disco shit. Now in 1930, Harry Anslinger became commissioner of the U.S. Federal Bureau of Narcotics. He led the ban against cocoa leaves while simultaneously helping secure the Coca-Cola company's special access, access to it until his retirement from government in 1970. Anslinger helped secure the 1961 United Nations Single Convention on Narcotics and Drugs. Today, the United Nations Single Convention on Narcotic Drugs is one of the three treaties, along with the 1971 Convention on Psychotropic Substances and the 1988 Convention Against Illicit Traffic in Narcotic Drugs and Psychotropic Substances that define the international drug control system. So basically, they took over the drug trade, made it illegal for everyone, but you guessed it, the government. And the one place that has legal power to import the cocoa leaves, which is really the cocaine, happens to be New Jersey. And you know, I asked every person that I could, that I know is a home, you know, bred here, raised here in New Jersey, and 100% of them had no idea there was the cocaine factory in New Jersey. So I guess it's the best kept secret. 
It all has to do with a little plant in Maywood, New Jersey, and another little plant called the Cocoa Leaf. Fact, Steppen is the only U.S. company with a special license from the DEA to import the cocoa leaf. Fact, Coca-Cola gets their non-narcotic cocoa extract from Maywood, New Jersey. New Jersey shipped 38 billion worth of goods around the globe in 2020. That dollar amount reflects a 6.6 uptick from 2019 to 2020 and an 11% increase since 2017. New Jersey's biggest export in 2020 was palladium, accounting for 7.1% of the state's aggregated exports revenue. The state's top three exports were palladium, rhodium, and precious metal waste, or scrap, representing 16.6% of the total. This tiny piece of metal is almost twice as valuable as gold. It's palladium, a rare metal which has seen a spike in popularity and price nationwide. And in the process has created a new class of car thief. Thieves are still on the lookout for those catalytic converters in vehicles. As soaring demand creates a palladium crunch, the race is on to find a new alternative before the auto industry really ends up in a bind. What comes to your mind when you hear about the most valuable metal in the world? We bet a lot of people think about gold, silver, or platinum first. But in reality, those are somewhere in the middle of the list by their value in the commodity market. The most expensive metal on earth is in fact rhodium. This liquid gold came from a pile of circuit boards. And these days, there could be more gold in a landfill than in a mine. But extracting it is an expensive and polluting process, often carried out at toxic dumps. Well, New Jersey is a toxic dump, so that last methodology of extracting gold from thrown away switchboards and electronics <laughs> sounds right up New Jersey's alley. So the value of New Jersey's exports equals 2.7 of the United States overall exported products for 2020. Our little tiny state. That's insane. It's up from 2.2% from one year earlier. Based on the statistics from the U.S. Department of Commerce, New Jersey's exported products represent 6.1 of the state's total economic output or real gross domestic product. Given New Jersey's population of 8.955 million, its total 38 billion in 2020 exports translates to roughly 4,200 for every resident in the Garden State. Well, I guess we now know what a piece of our corruption tax was charged to us in 2020, because where's that 4,200? Hmm, not really sure. But approximately 100 metric tons of dried cocoa leaf are imported each year into New Jersey, and nobody knew. So just remember, folks, the Garden State grows the corruption of the world, and it is the only state who legally imports cocaine.